Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hey, Naked Marriage Podcast family. We're coming to you today with a super special episode. You might notice we're not in the marriage capital of the world, South Lake, Texas, in our studio doing this. We're coming live from home because today is a really special day, and we've got an incredible guest, uh, Eric Close. And you're thinking, I know that guy. Of course you know that guy because he is a prolific actor, artist, director. You've seen him on both sides of the camera from some beloved TV shows and movies, and most recently from the movie The Mulligan, which comes out today. And Ashley and I had the chance to watch this movie last night and it is a powerful story. Uh, it's golf is part of it, and we yes. live in the golf capital of the world here in Augusta, so we were pulled in by that. But really, golf is really just a part of it. Really, it's about so much more than that. And we're honored to have Eric joining us here today. So, Eric, welcome. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's great to be here and excited to talk about the mulligan. Yes. Awesome. Let me tell you, when we were previewing this, uh, which we were so excited about, one thing that just struck me was where this was filmed. I know we're in Augusta and Augusta's beautiful. We were just talking about how Eric, you had the opportunity to go to the masters and you know how beautiful it is there, but you guys were filming in North Georgia, correct? Correct. We were in a, we were in a little town called Tacoa, Georgia. Yes. And, and uh, <clears throat> the, the vistas there are absolutely stunning. As you can see, when you watch the movie trailer and then when you see the movie, uh, our cinematographer did an incredible job of capturing that and the beauty of that area. Uh, there is, uh, from the clubhouse and the first tee, you, you look out and I believe you can see five different States all at the same time. Yes. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a beautiful course, uh, really well laid out. I, I, I had a great time. I mean, it's hard to beat the beauty of Augusta national. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, it's immaculate it, it's category. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's yeah. not even planet earth technically i guess the <laughs> national is but yeah but the course gorgeous. the course in george is called the curry club and it's just beautiful oh my gosh the whole time i'm watching the movie I, that's what i i just kept on going i'm like we've lived in georgia all these years we have never seen quite that side it's so beautiful. yeah we've got to get to Tacoma. we've got friends that went to school there and yes. i want to dive into the movie but first I, i've got a more of a personal question because you and your wife carrie have been married since 1995 and in Hollywood years, awesome. that's the equivalent of like 500 years. Like it's like <laughs> just rare that, but, and, and yeah. you, even before we jumped on, we're talking about how from early on you were helping lead pre-marriage classes and all that. And I would love to hear just a little bit about uh, your story, like how you two met and then specifically a little maybe nugget of marriage advice for, for uh, what's been the foundation of the marriage and the story to that success over this, this past 27 years. Well, uh, there was a lot of factors that went into uh, uh, my wife and I, Carrie, meeting. 
Um, one was uh, I was a junior in college and I was traveling through Europe. I was studying there actually. And on my spring break, um, I was going to Hungary and I met these two guys that were backpacking. We struck up a conversation and became friends. They were also exchange students. And years later, five years later, uh, one of those guys invited me to his wedding in Dallas. He was marrying someone from law school, one of his colleagues. And so I promised the guy I would be there because he asked me to be a groomsman. Well, I was working on soap opera at the time and my schedule changed and I had to cancel. But I had been at church on Tuesday night and our pastor was talking about this small little scripture that says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Mm. And so Saturday, the day of the wedding, which was March 7th, I was living in Los Angeles. I woke up and I kept hearing that in my head. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And I, I was like, I promised that guy I would be there. I have to be at that wedding. So my brothers drove me to LAX the last minute. I jumped on a flight, flew to Dallas, went to the wedding. And at the reception, I met Carrie. Wow. wow. And, uh, and so we dated long distance for about a year and three months because she was still a senior at TCU. Mm-hmm. And um, I was working. I was a working actor at the time. And then she eventually came out to L.A. to go to graduate school. And, you know, the rest is history. But, uh, you know, it was, you know, God, God wanted us to be together, but he definitely impressed it on my heart to follow my word. And, and I'm glad I did. <laughs> that is, I'm so that. glad I asked that. That is yeah. amazing. And, and that yeah. verse, too, I mean, those are words to live by. Really like are. your yes, BS and your, and your no, Absol- absolutely. And yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, 30 years ago. We, we met March 7th. So, so here we so are. What have, been, what have been some of the things you guys have done differently? Because, you know, not to, to kind of belabor the, the stereotype, but so many marriages kind of in the public eye, they, they don't last and you guys are thriving. And so what, what have you done different? Well, I think one and I, is the key for us is putting God first in our, in our marriage, you know, mm-hmm. um, and having that, you know, that bond of three, it's not just the two of us, it's, you know, a three stranded cord, I guess it will. Yeah. Um, you know, we have great role models, my, both my wife's parents and my parents been, you know, married well over, you know, 50 years. Um, and so we had, of course, that support, um, and just communication. I also think it's important you marry someone you really like. And so, you know, my wife and I are, you know, great. I think one of the problems today is I think people rush in so quick and they, or they compromise. They think, oh, they'll, that person will change. They'll, you know, and, or I can change them. I, I think you really need to, you know, it sounds weird, but, you know, Carrie and I both kind of had a list of what we were looking for. Right. And, and these, these core values that were really important. And we talked, we discussed them while we were dating and we, we tried to make sure that there were other things that didn't complicate the dating time, you know, and, and mess that all up. So we really got to know each other well. And, you know, there came a point where we just knew that um, we were meant to be together. And of course, look, it's, it's never always easy. I mean, you, you have your challenges, especially, you know, when you have kids or you have financial issues or health issues, um, um, you know, or long, long distance, you know, I think one of the things that's tough for Hollywood and, you know, for actors, you know, or people that are working a lot, you're gone a lot. You know, you travel. Um, you know, I lived away from my family for three years. I lived in Nashville when I was doing the show Nashville and my wife was with my kids in LA. So I had to spend a lot of time on airplanes, you know, but you have to be intentional about that. But I, I will tell you, you know, Hollywood sometimes gets a bad rap because of what you see of, you know, the, where the focus is a lot of times it's the actors, you know, they're, you know, the relationships are 
breaking up all the time. But I've met so many people, especially on the crew side that, you know, that's their job and they, and they work really hard at it and they've been married, you know, as long as Carrie and I've been married. So there are a lot of marriages that survive it, but it is hard in any industry. Um, If you, if you are putting like my character in the mulligan, Paul McAllister, he's putting his work before his marriage. He thinks he's doing the right thing, but he clearly is clearly is out of whack. Right. And Mm -hmm. his priorities are kind of messed up. And, you know, it's interesting in this story. And what I love about the mulligan is a lot of times we see these stories where people really have major hardship and they've made a mess of their life and, you know, addictions and all kinds of other things and affairs or whatever. This is not the case. This is a guy for, you know, for the most part, you'll see the movie and go, hey, he's a pretty decent guy. He's, he's got a big ego. He's got a pride issue. He's cocky. And, you know, and he's got a little bit of an anger management issue, but Overall, he's a pretty good guy, but he's just his priorities are out of whack and that's it's destroying his marriage and the relationship with he and his son. So I think sometimes people can go, eh, my life's pretty good. And and then you have to think, well, everybody needs a mulligan at some point in their life. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And I, I love the story. I love the, the honesty because Paul McAllister feels so real the way that Very you played much. this character. Like, I think you know, we've not only met folks like that, but all of us in our own lives have had moments where our priorities are out of whack. And we've all had moments where our anger got the best of us. And it was just so real. And, you know, there was one part in the movie where, uh, where you were asked by the old pro, uh, who was just kind of the sage advice giver and really just, um, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but, but, uh, Pat Boone's character is, is really, really, really wonderful. Uh, and he's asking you about life and how you see yourself and how how you how you're doing. And you deflected the conversation over and over just back to work because that's where you felt like you were winning. And I think all of us have that tendency. I think maybe especially even men, not to make it a, a gender issue, but but a lot of times as guys, we just find our identity in, in how things are going at work. And that alone is is so shallow. And your character in the movie begin to discover that and come back to really what matters most. And it was a good reminder for me. I mean, I think it's one of these movies you watch and it's not just, oh man, I hope, I hope my brother-in-law sees that or I hope my neighbor that's a jerk sees that. Every one of us needs to really think about our own priorities because oh, yeah. it's so easy to get, to get those things out of whack. And when we get them out, out of whack, things start unraveling. It's so true. And, and just for people who were like me who did not know what the term mulligan meant, can you explain that for people? Because they may not know what we're talking about. Right. Not a golfer. And so I, she said, what's a mulligan? <laughs> I said, what does this mean? And I, I mean, can, I got it, obviously. I can from explain the it. But we've got an expert here with right. us. We have. Well, I don't, know if I'm an, I don't know if I'm an expert, but I'll, I'll, do, my, I'll do my best. You know, it's, and so uh, sometime in the history of golf, uh, <clears throat> some guy hit a poor shot and he, he asked his friends, hey, can I, get a, can I get a do-over? And so his Friends showed him a little grace and said, clearly there wasn't any money on the line. So they, they showed him, showed him a little grace and said, yeah, take another shot. Well, this guy's last name was Mulligan. Right. And so somehow that became associated with this term of that. If someone says, take a Mulligan, it's you take another shot and don't count that stroke. Now we all know that in the, in the rules of golf, you don't get Mulligans. I mean, you've got to play by the rules, which is important, but this, the great thing about the message of the Mulligan and this, this, second chance is God gives us a mulligan and oftentimes more than once. And that there's this message of grace and forgiveness and and mercy and hope in a mulligan. And so we take this concept that is just giving a guy an extra golf shot and turn it into something far more important. 
in life. And, you know, a lot of times people look at their life and they think, boy, I've really made a mess in my life or my marriage or relationship with my kids or whatever the situation might be. And they think, oh, there's really no hope for me. And they just sort of live in that shame. And, and when they come to realize that there is grace and forgiveness and there are second chances, it's amazing what God can do with that. And in people's lives have been miraculously transformed when they've accepted that. And, right. and then they get a second chance to, to do it over and get it right the next time. And I, I love that message because I know, including myself, I know plenty of people who've gotten second chances and turned things around. And, and, and that, that's a hopeful message. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the, the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked. It is. And I, you know, I I remember back to kind of that conversation that you had with the old pro and it just, I remember when he was asking you how you see yourself. And again, you were kind of deflecting because you wanted to keep it surface level and he was wanting Mm -hmm. to go because he could see having lived and having had perspective on life, like, man, I, I can help this guy because there's some deeper issues here. And I remember, um, when he was talking to you about it, you know, that, Later on, he ends up sharing, I won't give it too much away, but like a, a huge tragedy from his own life. And, um, and you kind of saying, wow, and he's, he's still here and he's able to, to even love God in the midst of all this and have perspective and, and even have hope. And it was, you know, it was this, you could tell your character was wrestling with so much of that. And I just, I love that this movie, it, it just, it, it's so real in that because I think all of us, like you said, we have stories that we could point to that, that are tragic. And, and with your character in particular, they show some scenes kind of where, where, you know, you're, you're wrestling with that yourself with your character. And so I, I, how do you think in light of all that, that people will be able to relate? Well, I, I think you just, you just have to, I mean, if you're breathing air and you're alive on this planet, this side of heaven, you're, you're going to need a mulligan at some point. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and um, I think that, uh, you know, the more that people are made aware of that. And, mm-hmm. and also I think it's when, when you're shown grace, it's like when, when Jesus, uh, you know, they, the, all these people brought this woman and said, Oh, she was caught in an adulterous affair. And the, and the Torah says that you got to stone her to death or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he says, well, all right, whoever doesn't have sin in their life, you know, whoever's not flawed, whoever doesn't need a mulligan, go ahead and chuck the first stone. 
and everybody left. And then he looked at her and he goes, you know, you're forgiven. Just go and don't do that anymore. And showed her some, some real grace. And I mean, that, that kind of story happens time and time again throughout Mm -hmm. scriptures. And then in just in life, you know, I, I, like I just said, I, I I met a guy the other day. um, I, well, actually I've known him for a long time uh, that made some poor choices in his life and ended up in prison for 20 years and now is out and is a pastor and leading, you know, leading a church and had a, got another chance. And that's a big one. That's a big mulligan. Um, I know people who've been addicted to drugs and alcohol or their marriage was falling apart and, and they, they got that second opportunity to make it right. You know, it's interesting when we talk about work and you look at Paul and he's, and what he's doing is, his company is important and he's employing all these people and creating opportunity. And that's great. But a lot of times people forget that I I have found actually when you're more efficient with your time, you can actually be more successful Mm -hmm. and take some of that extra time you save when you're more efficient and pour it into your relationships. You know, it's like you can pour a hundred hours a week into trying to save a company or build a company, but you can't take one hour to, you know, throw the ball in the front yard with your kid or, or go to their soccer game or take your wife on a date and go, you know, or go to a counseling session. If you feel like things are struggling, you can't even spare a couple hours a week for that. And it's, you know, it just happens where, where, you know, these it's, again, it's like priorities get out of whack and, and it just takes sometimes that little reminder or a, or a good knock over the head you know, to realize it. And, um, and, you know, Sadly, sometimes people do that. They're just repeating behavior they learned when they were growing up. Sure. And so I, you, you got to give people grace and just say, um, you know, I mean, like Paul and, you know, in my story uh, in, in the Mulligan, you know, he didn't have a great childhood. Um, right. He didn't have a great example and a father. So he's he's kind of flying blind. He's trying to figure it out. And when someone comes into your life, like Pat Boone's character, the old pro, to kind of show you a new way and show it's show you it's possible. Then all of a sudden the light bulb goes off. And, right. and, and so a lot of times people's behavior comes, it's, you know, it's just sort of got them. They just don't know any better right. until someone, until someone comes alongside them and shoulders with them and says, Hey, you don't have to go this alone, you know? And that's why friendship is so important. You know, God works through, through friendships and relationships in such a powerful way. Um, when we walk with each other and support each other. And I, I value my relationships and my friendships so much because they've, they've been uh, so invaluable in my, in my relate, in my walk, in my life, you know? It's, it's so true. I mean, really it's, it's what life is about is relationships. And I think we lose sight of that and we try to make it about other things. It's about how much money we make, or it's about all these other things, but Listen, guys, I've, I've done enough funerals as a pastor to mm-hmm. tell you that when it, when it gets to the end, like all that matters is relationships. And that's really something that Jesus thought when he was asked what's most important. And he essentially said, most important thing, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. So yourself. sum it all up, love God, love people. Yeah. That's really it. And everything else is secondary to our relationships with God and with others. And, and I love the message of this movie, which in such a clear and compelling way, in such a... Um, real way there's just there's so much authenticity yeah. in the story about you know the the objections that paul had and the, the baggage that he had and i think on some level all of us can relate to that but on that that grace and that love and that patience that, that god has for us as he just 
draws us in to say, listen, I know you, you, you've blown it. I know you've been through a lot. You've been wounded. You've been hurt. You've also wounded and hurt others. Mm-hmm. But come to me and let me be the one to, to bring healing and give you that second chance so that you can go back into your relationship, into your life with that new perspective. And right. um, the way that story is told is, uh, is so compelling. It's so entertaining. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I just thought I mean, there's that, even moments of humor. Oh, yeah. I laughed. Know? I mean, you'll, yeah. you'll get this. This this movie is something I, I think it's for everybody. It's not yeah. just the date. It's a great date night movie. Go with your spouse. Yeah. But, you know, go with go with it's your kids. It's a family. Movie. Yeah, you family. Can it go with your buddies. It's it's there's something for for everyone. And this is one of those movies that the conversations you're going to have afterwards, I think, can be some of the most meaningful post movie conversations you've ever had. Right. A lot of movies you walk out and you're like, oh, it's cool. You know, that one scene where everything blew up and, you know, that, that, that scene where, you know, there was that crazy CGI and then you move on with your life. This movie, you're going to be talking about things that not only entertained you in the film, but really challenge you to think about life priorities and perspective yeah. in, a, in a new way that could have a lasting impact. It yeah. definitely does. I love, you know, just as a, as a mom, as a parent, um, you know, your relationship, your character's relationship with his son is very broken. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it, I don't want to give too much away, but there comes this, this kind of point in the movie where you kind of, you're kind of forced to fix it. You know, you have this, this opportunity in the midst of something really hard to work on this relationship. And there's some funny, like, it's like really hard and really heartfelt, but then there's some little funny scenes oh, right yeah, in the midst of it. And, yeah. I mean, I just, I love how, you know, it's good. I think it's good to have that levity in the midst of all the, the, the hard stuff that you're trying to deal with, but how how you you both show working through that it, it's some of the best scenes and I love that and even with your your wife in the movie as well it's just it is so real and I think so many people can can see that because whenever you're trying to work through healing and you don't really know what's going to happen because your character really I think he's assuming that there can never be any kind of hope for that relationship you know and, and even when the old pro is talking to you you're kind of like I, I've blown this like I'm there's just there really are no mulligans in life. But, you know, it kind of shows in the movie the process of how, first of all, the truth that it takes time, you know, that that healing is a process, that it's not overnight and poof, things are just better and everybody's, you know, peachy and, and has no issue anymore. But I think also just showing that there are even in the in the hard work it takes to heal relationships, there's there's these sweet moments along the way. And I love how the movie does that. And speaking of that, like, what are some of your favorite scenes from the movie? What, what are some of your I know you can't give too much away. Some of my favorite scenes, you know, one thing before I comment on that, I, I was going to say that one of the things that sometimes gets overlooked in this film, and I hope people really uh, take note of it, is is what's going on behind the scenes with um, Rebecca, with his with his wife yes. and, and yes. her prayer group. And, and the fact that it's been five years that they've been separated mm-hmm. and she hasn't given up and, in, 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 um, you know, Paul's son. He, he says, um, he says, you know, mom, dad, the warranty on dad coming back is, is over, you know, it's expired. Yeah. And she doesn't buy that. And she and I, what I love about that is I think sometimes people, they just throw in the towel so quickly. And she just instead of trying to do it on her own, she turns to her friends who are supporting her and praying with her. And 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 she hasn't given up. And and look what happened. We live in this society where we want everything instantaneously. Everything's got to be immediate. 
And if it, and it's, you know, it's, it's a very selfish society. Everybody wants what they want and they're not willing to sacrifice. So there, I find, I find Rebecca to be a hero. I mean, that she hasn't given up and, you know, what a great character that she's, you know, she's steady and, and she's strong. And when, and when, um, you know, I don't want to give too much away either, but when that situation happens where Paul's forced to engage with his son, you know, his wife is like, this is the way it's going to be. No yeah. arguments, you know, and I love it. She's, she's strong. And then, and then obviously, um, uh, Harriet, his secretary, you know, his, his secretary he works with, she's amazing and strong too. He's, you know, he's surrounded by Paul surrounded by these strong women that just haven't given up on him. They, 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 they see his potential. He's, he's got potential. They haven't given up on him, but yeah. as, you know, as far as some of my favorite scenes in the movie, I love the scene when, uh, Pat and I are driving in the uh, in the Maserati in the convertible, <laughs> uh, one of the coolest cars I've ever driven in. So that was fun film. Uh, so, so fun. And Pat Pat is a, a, so such a great guy to work with. I, I we've become very close friends, and just an extraordinary man, very authentic, genuine person. Um, you know, he is what you see, uh, and so I I just love spending time with him and working with him. Great work ethic tremendous actor and just a, a, got a heart of gold. Uh, so that was really fun. <clears throat> the golf scenes, obviously being out on the golf course. I, I love golf. I've been playing for 30 years. It's one of my great passions in life. And, uh, and I just absolutely love it. And so anytime I get a chance to be out there and, you know, playing golf. So those were some fun, fun scenes. And I, I, I often tell this story at the, at the end of the movie, we were on our last scene and we finally, they were trying to get me to hit this golf shot. And I was just playing so bad. I was just terrible. <laughs> Finally, we get it and we go up to the green and everybody gathers and we're hanging out talking and, and Pat's in his plus fours and his Tam O'Shanter hat. And he has this old hickory putter, this wooden putter. And he, he hits this putt and it goes like 35 feet into the hole and everybody, <laughs> everybody cheers. And the director goes, that's a wrap. And, you know, and it was just a great, great way to cap the, the film, you know? That's amazing. Wow, that is that is the perfect way to end it. It is. That. Wow, it's just so cool. It's just it's just perfect. We yes. we loved every minute of it. Eric, you did an outstanding job yes. as always. You're, um, it, this this movie is going to live on. I just I feel like this is going to be one that for years to come will be a treasure that folks will return to, and and always find great great meaning. And so thank you for for making it. Thanks for your work on it. Thanks for taking the time to to share some of the heart behind it with us here. Thank you. Appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, hopefully we can get, get a chance to do this again. Before we sign off, though, let people know where they can see the Mulligan. Yeah. Uh, so the Mulligan is going to be airing in theaters all across the country, over a thousand theaters nationwide. Uh, you uh, can find out where it's playing, what uh, what theater near you and what time. If you go to the Mulligan, so it's the Mulligan forward slash theaters, plural. So it's the mulliganmovie.com forward slash theaters. And you can type in your zip code and it'll show you movie theater and, and showtimes. And it's going to be April 18th and 19th, Monday, Tuesday. Awesome. And guys, again, we cannot recommend this movie enough. We're going to put that link that Eric just talked about in the show notes. So you got your phone out wherever you're listening to this. You could scroll down, click on that. It will take you right to where you can find out where it's playing, get your show tickets. This will be the most meaningful date night or family moving outing family movie outing you guys have had in a long, long time. Eric, thank you again and all the best to you. All right, you too. God bless you guys. Thanks. Take care.